0: Tonight's episode of the Barrel Brothers podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What a freaking Saturday, dude.
1: You've been pretty busy lately.
0: Yeah, real busy. Today especially, we were, uh, well, the kid got up early today, in early meaning 445. Does she not know that it's Saturday? I mean, come on.
1: Damn it, Scarlett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, but you guys had a little... We had um, some Saturday projects to do. We decided to go ahead and put together her uh, playhouse outside. So we started that venture at 7 o'clock this morning. And we finished... Well, we came inside. We didn't actually finish about 5 o'clock. Yeah, good lord. I mean, it took a lot good. longer... just just like if we were just putting it together because it it came out like a a assemble like assemble yourself playhouse we Mm -hmm. we got it on walmart.com and um if we were just putting it together it would have taken like an hour but my wife wants to paint it and make it look like pinterest
1: Uh. yeah That's why I sent you the text message that I sent you this afternoon. I don't know if you saw it or not. Yeah. <laughs> it was filled with expletives, and then at the end was damn good, man. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: so it's, been, uh, it's been an adventure. But we did uh, – Scarlett and I took a trip to Lowe's, got some mulch. We were in and out. Lowe's was a freaking madhouse. I guess all the warm weather we had this past week. Yep. So. Saturday home improvements. Yeah, bro. So it was it was a it
1: was a packed day for sure. Yeah, and on top of that, we've had a host of technical issues lately. So,
0: dude, I only want actually I do want to talk about it because I want to bitch about it. Because yeah, tech issues have have hit the Barrel Brothers hard this week, and I and I am yeah I am a complete when, when I face a problem. I like to look at things logically when it's mm-hmm. everything but tech problems, tech problems. I look at it like an elderly woman, like keep hitting and saying, <laughs> why does it not work?
1: <laughs> but we got through it and you were able to figure out what was going on. So we're, we're back. If, if anything else, we're back and we've, we've got a good one this week. So we hope uh, we hope y'all are excited.
0: Story. What is up, my whiskey drinkers? My name is David Parker, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Brian Athey, and we are the Barrel Brothers. To our listeners, whoever you are, and whatever time it may be that you're listening to this, thanks for tuning in. Um, Tonight, we have our second Irish whiskey of our Irish whiskey series, up uh, Tullamore Dew, triple distilled Irish whiskey, the legendary. Brian, how you doing, man?
1: Good man, I'm excited about this one. Hell yeah. Let's uh, let's start. I mean, I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm digging on these Irish whiskeys, man. They've sort of taken over the collection.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that we would change things up today and just start out with some tasting notes. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we normally kind of wait for tasting notes towards the end, but um, I want to talk about tasting notes right off the bat. And it's, what's funny, this Irish whiskey is the first one that I can pick up some floral notes on the nose. I've never been able to do that before for any other whiskey, just in general. So I thought, I thought that was pretty cool, but on, on the nose, I get a overwhelming citrus fruitiness. Um, like I said, a little bit of floral notes. I don't get a whole lot of baking spices on this one. And that. I read some reviews that said that they picked up on vanilla and caramel. I did not, but that might just be my mind playing tricks on me.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't get a whole lot of that. Um, finish wise, apple pie, a little bit of cinnamon, some, some apple, um, on the nose. It's unbelievably sweet. Um, I read somewhere that people were getting like banana and things like that. And I don't get it. Like <laughs> apple, yeah. Cinnamon, cinnamon nutmeg apples, like I get that a lot. Um, there's a little bit of, of barley in there, uh unpeated barley, um, which is I'm a humongous fan of if you've been listening. Um, and if not, welcome. Uh I'm wearing off scotch. Like scotch is scotch isn't really growing on me anymore. So <laughs>
0: Scotch knows, is the. typical and
1: we might come. I might come back to it. <laughs> Scotch has become Brian's red stepchild. That mm-hmm. child. on me because I have red. Hair. I just there's others. There's just other stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. David is the redheaded It's child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a red beard. A red beard. I have brown hair. It's a kind of a weird combination, but it, it does. I mean, I look awesome, so I think it, it works for me.
1: It's very Viking
0: esque. Yeah, I could Okay, that, that's a good. Uh, <laughs> I can see that on the uh, on the finish.
1: So to of them were due. It's quick, man. Yeah, there's not a lot of heat. There's, I mean, there's not a lot to the finish. Um, I get a lot of those, um, a lot of the fruits through and throughout. So it, it's just really good and it's super inexpensive. What's the uh, retail Virginia ABC? I think I got it
0: for twenty five bucks. Twenty five. Oh, right yeah. now. So, if you are listening to this, I guess through St. Patrick's Day, right now Virginia ABC it's on sale. I I paid $22, twenty two dollars, twenty twenty three dollars for a seven, for a seven fifty milliliter. So, that's um, not the only one on sale. There's a couple other Irish whiskeys I think just because St.
1: Patrick's Day. Jameson's one of them. Um, I was actually, so I was out, I, I apologize on my back away from the mic for a second to look up. Um, so I've got Teeling, um, powers row and co and sexton that I was able to pick up pretty recently all on sale. Um, there's not a whole lot to do about sexton. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, Retail, I think it's 30 or 35. I I wouldn't pay that. I got it on sale for 26 bucks. So that was worth the gamble. And Rowan Co. is pretty delicious as well. So unfortunately we're not going to cover Rowan Co. in the Irish series, but it may pop up at some point soon. So. Yeah, I'm definitely willing.
0: You know, we've had, we've had a pretty good experience so far. So, so far, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, so we, we may be coming back to Irish, Irish whiskeys
1: in the near future. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to be sprinkled in throughout like the regularly scheduled stuff too. So for a while there we did like bourbon, rye, straight whiskey, um, scotch, and then back to bourbon. Excuse me. So I think this will be nice to put into the rotation as well. I read
0: in a, a pretty interesting article on Tula Mordu and it's the first whiskey that I've seen someone talk about pairing with cheese. Hmm. Now we've talked about pairing foods with whiskeys before briefly, not, not super in depth, but, um, you yeah. know, I saw an article that, that this whiskey specifically pairs well with doubling cheese. If you've ever heard of that. No. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Doublinger. I've had it a lot. Actually my parents are really big fans. So whenever I go home, they always have a block in the fridge. So I'm,
1: I'm going to have to try that. I hear, um, dark chocolate's also pretty good with, Irish whiskey I could I could see that it's light the bitterness and the sweetness yeah exactly
0: I mean this is a it's a very it's a sweet whiskey but it's not like candy sweet if that makes sense yeah it's like a a citrus sweet
1: Mm -hmm. it's like floral flowery kind of sweet with a little bit of heat at the end and that kind of brings you back to say "Ah, you're still drinking whiskey And that's, that's the difference. I I know usually we, we go, Mm -hmm. I think um, the
0: difference between Jamison last week and more do this week, um, it definitely is that spice kick at the end on the finish.
1: Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, Again, sub $30 bottles, you can't go wrong. Um, But I know we usually like to cover a little bit of the history of the um, Distillers and stuff like that. Is that something that you kind of want to touch on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, for sure. Um, so I think William Grant and sons is like a humongous deal overseas. I, I think they're the ones that own like a great deal of, um, distilleries and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I need to do a little bit more reading up on them, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they own things like, um, is it Glenfiddich or Glenfiddich? I can't remember
0: how you say. I don't know it. how to pronounce it. I, I I've seen it pronounced both both ways.
1: But either way, uh, William Grant & Sons Limited is eight percent of the market share with Scotch whiskey. So that's that's just pretty big, I think. Yeah, um, I would say. But uh, so to go back to, um, is it Tullamore or Tullamore?
0: I have no idea. I'm, I've, I've heard it, calling it. I've Tullamore. heard it pronounced
1: both ways. <laughs> Um, let's see. I had a couple notes here somewhere, but now where are we? So Tula Dew, uh, not to be confused with Mountain Dew,
0: Mm. which I I also love. I drank a lot of Mountain Dew. I drank a probably way too much Mountain Dew in high school to, you know, that I'm proud of. It's so good though. (laughs) It is. It's so good. (laughs) I used to get a big bottle before. Like I used to, to stop at the stop and Rob before I went to the high school in the mornings and getting stop and rob <laughs> and then i and then i switched at some point to diet mountain dew because uh dale Earnhardt jr was a sponsor for diet mountain dew oh my lord raise hell praise dale <laughs>
1: oh
0: my god <laughs> anyways <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway uh, uh so two more it dates back to 1892 um it was established by michael malloy malloy um and then it was passed on to his nephew, um Bernard Daly, who later appointed Daniel Lee Williams as his distillery's general manager. Um they took off, I think, from there. Uh, and at some point they hit a million point uh 1.5 million cases or more each year. So they're sure. another pretty they're another pretty widely known and super popular Irish whiskey as well. So that's right. And and do so
0: two little more do D-E-W. Mm -hmm. You've been saying do, but I think it's actually D E W. Um, that stands for Daniel Edmund Williams. Right. And that's one of the, I guess, quote unquote, greatest distillers Ireland has ever
1: known. Yeah. According to their website. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so when I picked this up, I'd never had it before. So I started to do some reading and some research research to find out what else they do. Um, and I was actually able to find in Virginia a bottle of their Caribbean rum cask finish Irish whiskey. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not on the same level. Well, obviously because it's not bourbon, but it it's, it has, it mirrors some of the characteristics of the angels envy rye um, where it has, where it was finished in those rum casks and it's super sweet and stuff like that. Sure. The neck pour was not sweet at all. And I, and I know people think that neck pouring is, you know, a joke, but, I honestly, I think if it's near the cap, it's got a little bit more exposure to certain elements. But um, as I've gotten down through the bottle, it, it is sweeter. Um, you do get a rum finish. Uh, and there's one more that I'm trying to find. And I can't in Virginia for whatever reason. It's the cider cask finish. So I think that would be super interesting to try to, but they've got, uh, let's see, two, four, six, eight, they have eight or nine um, variants of their Irish whiskey. There's a 15 year. There's an old bonded warehouse. Um, we just talked about the Ciderman the Rum. Um, there's a 12 year, a 10 year, and then the original, which we have on deck tonight.
0: Yeah, I think they've got. I think that's an interesting correlation between Angel's Envy and the and their Caribbean Rum cast finish. I'm interested to try that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. I think I'd be interested also to try the cider cast finish too.
1: If I can find it, I'll, I'll shoot you over a sample. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then one more thing about the Tullamore triple distilled and patiently aged in a combination of X bourbon and sherry casts. I don't get the sherry. No, I don't either. Maybe that adds to the sweetness. Um that's true
0: i had a question for you oh, maybe on the smell i had a question for you about the, the neck pour so i don't you have your opinions about the neck pour i don't know i think the jury's still out for me on it but mm-hmm. and at, at what point do you like let's say you take a bottle that you have and you haven't opened yet and then you take it and you turn it upside down a couple of times and then you let it sit on the table for five minutes and then you open pour it. Is that, is that play any, any part into changing the flavor of the neck pour? Like versus if it's just sitting Um, there.
1: I mean, anything is really possible. And I think everyone's going down their own path with this and it's super subjective. But for me, um, typically what I do is I'll give the bottle a quick tilt, um, pull the foil, pull the cork, pour it, not let it sit for any length of time, just kind of nose and taste it and see what I think. And if it's like kind of hot or harsh, I'll let it sit for a little bit um, and then I'll come back to it. And it it generally, I think opens up just a, a touch, but it's again, it's me and it's super subjective. So we, um, we had talked previously about
0: scotch being called whiskey and spelled with without an E. And so that's normally how you can distinguish scotch from other kinds of whiskeys. It's spelled W-H-I-S-K-Y instead it with an E. And so mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned that before, but I found a story behind the difference in spelling and where it comes from. So if you saw... a a bottle of whiskey spelled without an E, you could determine that it was in fact scotch in that bottle. And back in 1878, when this determination was made, Irish whiskey was seen as, according to Tula Mordue, was seen as the premier spirit, which is interesting to me. Um, So some, some Scots back then were trying to sell scotch as Irish whiskey because it carried a larger price tag. Uh, just, a, <laughs> just a couple old boys trying to make a dollar, but um, <laughs> I think nowadays it's probably seen in the aggregate as scotch being the more premier whiskey. Yeah. You know, and that's subject to the person drinking it, but I think the market will say that.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably, that's a pretty good assessment for sure. I thought that was um, interesting. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Hell Yeah um let's see what else can we go on about to the more do yeah if you're out anywhere pick up a bottle i mean you can't go wrong for 20 or 25 bucks give it a shot let us know what you think
0: yeah absolutely and brian like at the end of our podcast brian always talks about you know trying things in its purest form and i think Mm -hmm. we needed to touch on that for a second i've heard some people like jokingly come and say like oh you know if you mix it the bear brothers won't like that or something to that effect but the reason that we say try in its purest form not only because you like I guess what I'm trying to say is they put that that liquid in the bottle as in it it's they want you Brian what am I trying to say like that's what it's intended
1: to taste like right so, when it's from the barrel, like a lot of times you hear, well, bookers, uncut, unfiltered, from the bottle or from the barrel to the bottle. Um, well, they kind of mix from different rick houses and stuff like that, but it's sort of the same point. They dump it, they bottle it, and they send it to you. So, they're thieving whiskey out of the barrels in its most purest form. Whatever Mother Nature is doing at the time, that's how they're trying their expression. So, what they're attempting to do and bottling these is to share with you their love of what they just accomplished. So from my eyes, I feel like I owe it to the distiller, the blender, the master blender, the master distiller, and everybody that works for and supports that place to try it in its purest form. So that's not church. That's not chapter Bible and Bible chapter and verse. That's just me. That's, that's how I approach things. So and if it needs water because it's too damn hot, I'll put water in it because it's too damn hot. <laughs> that's right. Thank you for
0: clarifying that while I had my stroke. Um, Did I catch that? I mean, that's pretty much what we were both going for, right? <laughs> no, on the, on the <laughs> not on the your head. stroke, but. <laughs> hit the nail on the head. And what, I, what I'm trying to, what I was trying to say is, even if it's not a single barrel, you know, you're just, you're trying to taste what the distillery has intended for you to taste without adding
1: you know what i what did you say sorry my mind just went to i know i hate referencing the office almost every episode but remember when michael was like sometimes i just start a sentence and i don't know where it's going don't ever for any reason no matter who no matter what do anything to anyone (laughs) ever
0: (laughs) dude so i thought that i that literally popped in my head when i was going on my rant yeah, I had like a little mini stroke, but I'm
1: good now, guys. I'm glad to hear because you can't you can't pluralize brothers if there's only one.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, this is Dave and Brian from the Barrel Brothers podcast. I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but Virginia was actually the birthplace of distilled spirits in America. And for those of you listening in the Richmond or Central Virginia area, we encourage you guys to get out and support our ever-growing base of craft distilleries. In particular, if you're looking for a great day out in the country, we encourage you to visit our friends over at Three Crosses Distilling Company.
1: Yeah, and actually, David, our friends at Three Crosses Distilling Company are a family and veteran known craft distillery right in the village of Powhatan in Powhatan County. They're creators of multiple award-winning spirits, not to forget their highly decorated American whiskey. Their tasting room is a throwback to the classic neighborhood gathering place. Give Three Crosses a try. They'll quickly become one of your favorite hangouts. Also, don't forget to let them know that the Barrel Brothers sent you.
0: So Virginia ABC had a, um, had an ABC lottery but, uh, more recently. We talked about it last week. There was the E.H. Taylor 18-year marriage on the lottery Bowman Brothers Abraham 2020 release was on the lottery, the Mickers 25 year, and then Blanton's Gold Edition. So those four were on the lottery this time. And they, I think they had the drawings last Friday, right?
1: You want to hear how it went for me? <laughs> Not a damn thing again.
0: <laughs> so um, I actually won the Blanton's Gold. Which so that means the Barrel Brothers won the Bland's gold. Um, definitely a surprise. Brian had texted me and was like, "Hey, the results are in. Did you get the emails?" So I like you know, thumb through my emails, and all of a sudden it just says like, "Congratulations, you won Bland's gold." I thought it was a I thought it was a joke, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, he called and told me, and I was like. There's no way, and I was like, Oh my god, that's awesome! I'm so glad somebody I know actually won a lotto.
0: This, uh, this lottery was was pretty crazy. EH Taylor, 18 year marriage, they had 30,000 entries for that bottle or for that. How many bottles were available? 90, nine zero, 90 bottles total across the state. Crazy, 30,000 oh entries. <laughs> That's insane, absolutely insane. And the the Bowman brothers, uh, Abraham, twenty twenty release, they that actually had a lot of entries too, twenty seven thousand, or and uh, these these are rough estimates, but twenty seven thousand entries, and they had one hundred twenty bottles available. Now that's Bowman, A Smith Bowman. We've you've covered them before. They're in Virginia, mm-hmm. so that is a um, a Buffalo Trades product, but. Um that is- <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
0: then the the mickers 25 year now brian and i did not enter that lottery because if we had we definitely would have been drawn for it yeah we would have had to fork over some ungodly amount of money i think it's like one or two grand yeah no thank you so i don't i don't exactly know how many entries and how many bottles there were for that one but the blanton's gold I won, and when I went to pick it up in the store on Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. Six people from my store were chosen because they make you when you walk in, they make you give show your driver's license, and then you sign a form. And it had my name already on the form, and there was five people in front of me. I was the last one that was
1: drawn. Damn, lucky number six. I've, I've actually often wondered how the second part of the lottery works. So, I mean, when you sign up, you give your full legal name. Um, you have to pick uh, an ABC store with the address and store number that you're going to pick your items up at. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So you, you get notified that the bottle you won is in the store and you have how many days to pick it up? So initially... You get notified that that your
0: name was drawn. And then it says, the email says something like, the bottle has 21 days to get from, I guess, headquarters or wherever the bottle is located to the store of your choosing.
1: Then- To three weeks to wait.
0: And then once the bottle's there, then you have two weeks to pick it up. Or it literally gets put on the shelf for anybody to purchase
1: two weeks, that's a long time.
0: Yeah. So if <laughs> let's so then say your name gets drawn, and then you don't go like let's say, for instance, like let's say uh we entered the makers 25 year and my name was drawn. Mm-hmm. If I didn't go pick it up in two weeks, that bottle will be placed on the shelf for anybody to purchase. So if you just happen to be in the store
1: On that day, (laughs) yeah,
0: you pick up a a special like lottery pick. I mean, that'd be that'd be insane.
1: That'd be pretty wild. Uh, Very unlikely, especially given today's climate in the bourbon realm. But true, yeah. So, so you go in, your name's on the list. You present your ID, you sign the form, and they say, "Thank you. Have a good day." Or, well, so there was a guy in
0: front of me, and he was actually picking up his too. He he won the Blanton's gold. Um, so then. The two guys behind the counter, once I, once I paid for it, like the transaction was final or whatever, got my receipt. Both of them, Uh I'll give you $50 cash right now. And I was like, $50. I just spent 120 on it. Why am I going to give it to you for 50 bucks? He's like, all right. All right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. How about 55? (laughs) I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Whoa. Wait, what was he just joking around? I think he was joking, but if I had took him up on it, he would have gave, given me the cash like on the spot. That's insane.
1: I wonder if ABC employees can enter the raffle.
0: I don't think they can. Ugh. I want to sit now legally. They can probably do it through other means, but yeah, I don't think they're allowed to. Damn. It's sort of like, like uh, I used to work at Cabela's. And we weren't allowed to have a Cabela's card as an employee. That seems odd. Yeah, because you, like, you get like a bunch of discounts as an employee. Like you get whatever percentages. Gotcha. Plus the credit card gives you a bunch too, so they didn't like you like double dipping or whatever.
1: Uh, well, that kind of makes sense. It's a bad business decision on their part, but
0: I <laughs> know yeah, I get that. I get that. That's why they did so well, and Bass Pro Shops bought them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. Good for you, Cabela's. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm grateful that somebody I know um, and deserved that bottle got it. So I'm not necessarily saying my faith is completely restored in Virginia ABC in the lotteries, but, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, and the good part about that is when one Barrel brother wins –
1: Both Barrow Brother wins. That's awesome. But I think we both came to the conclusion that you're going to sit on that bottle for a little bit.
0: Yeah. So I normally, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, when I picked it up the other day, I still had four or five hours left to work that day. Mm -hmm. So I set it on my desk and I'm working and I just like every 30 seconds just glance to the left and look at it. But I normally pop the top like immediately after buying things just to try it. If I haven't tried it yet, I think I'm going to sell on this one for a while. Yeah, it's probably a good call. Wait till a special occasion or something. Yeah, definitely. Or like Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just because. Just because. Um. So speaking of intro- weird, I don't even think it's weird things that you can't find in Virginia. Um, Redbreast has a small batch pot still Irish whiskey, and is that the green spot? I'm Mm convinced. It's. I'm. I'll send you a picture of the label. I'm convinced that this bottle does not exist in real life. (laughs) I've only ever seen it in the secondary groups, Um, and people are charging, of course, astronomical prices, but. I'd like to find, there's a couple things that I'd like to get my hands on. One of them is, is that, uh, that Red Breast small batch. And, oh, speaking of things hard to find, did you see that the 2021 first release of Booker's has already come out?
0: Yeah, I did see that.
1: Donahoe's batch, if anybody's in the know, or uh, no pun intended on Booker, no. If anybody's in the know, uh, drop us a line because I'd love to buy a bottle. From you and have it shipped to me, or not shipped to me, allegedly. But That's a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> That's a pretty interesting topic.
0: What if what if distilleries did that? What if they just had people and that was their whole job to just put out false information, saying, "Oh man, have you heard of the you know what's the scuttlebutt, Dave? Oh man, have you heard of that new special small batch that we have? But it doesn't really exist, and you just get the hype going."
1: I, I mean i'm sure it's been done or it is being done but we just don't know about it like and i scat i even got on the bookers website and they have no information about the 2021 batches none none i can see that none
0: i would be good at that job but
1: i think you'd be pretty good at it i if think anybody's listening and wants to offer me a job <laughs> by all means David really wants to break into the bourbon world. <laughs> I to. I can't say that. I, I blame you, though. <laughs> um, and another secondary news information. I don't know why I torture myself with logging into these groups and just looking to, at stuff that I can't or don't want to afford. Somebody had the entire collection, not an entire collection, all of the Eh tailors, except for one, I think Sour Mash was missing. Twenty five thousand dollars, <laughs> and I was reading, I was reading through the comments, and after like the seventh or eighth comment, somebody wrote three letters, B I N, and then the secondary market B I N means buy it now. Somebody spent twenty five thousand dollars on in EH Taylor expression collection. Do you That's have outrageous. any do you have any idea how divorced I would be if I did that? <laughs> <laughs> She'd take everything. Including the bourbon.
0: Yeah, including the bourbon. Ha! Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so we were Brian and Brian and I were both on a Facebook group. I'm not gonna name what it is, but I think it started out as a legit secondary market group but now has turned into like parodies or jokes or I'm not really sure what's going on here, but they keep posting a bunch of stuff. Uh, they I literally have, have it pulled up right now. There's a bottle of EH Taylor. It looks like it might be the rye or maybe the small batch, but there's a, it's like a piece of tape over it. And it says meteorite survivor it's it is listed for $69,000. <laughs> so I just, I think the, maybe some of the groups and just, it's basically like just making fun of the secondary market, which, you know, all of, all of it's accurate. They charge outrageous prices for things that don't need to
1: be charged that, that much. Yeah. um, $25 or $27 gets you a 750 milliliter bottle of Buffalo trace and these guys it starts at 50 and above like it's always double retail or triple and it just depends on what you're looking for but um but it kind of in the same vein I've met some really amazing people through the secondary groups um and then I met one person that called me poor in so many words that's kind of his thing is where he's a He's basically a high-end bourbon whiskey broker, so he has clients that are like, "Hey, I'm looking for this," and it's not like, "Oh, Eagle Rare, cool! It'll be twenty. It'll be seventy bucks." His projections for revenue this year: three million dollars. Can we can we unpack that for a quick second? <laughs> what is he? What so? What exactly is he doing for that income? So he's hunting. He just turned. But he's he's hunting ultra rare things. So it's like McAllen 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. It's uh-huh. stuff like that. He was like, oh yeah, you know, I did I did almost I did a million and a half last year, and this year I'm, I'm I'm projecting to break or or get right around three million. And I'm like First of all, you probably shouldn't be messaging with me because I am nobody. <laughs> and second of all, I can't – my mind can't comprehend that. Um, that. And that's not even his full-time job.
0: I wonder if he's uh, doing any business with that fellow out in Oklahoma.
1: Oh. What's well, that dude's name? Dwayne Poor. Dwayne Poor. Interesting. Get on and get on YouTube and look look at those videos. Seven million dollar collection valuation. He has a couple vaults at his at wherever they are. He has a couple vaults, and I think his rule is in. He, I think he has a rule of three: one for the archive, one to drink, and one to share. And that's a good person there because, judging from some of the things that, excuse me, are on his shelves. I mean, one of them they bought at two thousand dollars. And it's worth thirty grand now. And he's like, "Yeah, I got one in one for the archive, and you know, we killed one bottle on vacation." Like, what?
0: He seems like a just watching the video. He seems like a really nice guy, but you yeah. almost have to like you can't you can't watch it and not get pissed off and and initially think that he's a d bag. Like stuff that yeah. you stuff that like these just people getting just getting the bourbon they're looking for, and he's got just verticals of this stuff and he's like oh yeah that's really nothing to me and you're like screw you man i'm trying my hardest to find that
1: (laughs) so he's also i think we've mentioned it before he's also a gentleman who has changed the abc rules in oklahoma he basically went to the abc folks and were like look we don't we don't want to take away from your inventory and your stocks we want you to bring in x number of cases above your inventory And we're going to buy them out. Like, you're not going to lose any money on this. Right. He said, myself and my collector buddies are, my voice went to the Carolinas for a second. (laughs) (laughs) He said, for us, you know, whatever, whatever you're ordering for your stores, we're not going to touch that. But if we don't get some help, we're going to clean you out. So I guess the Oklahoma ABC worked with them. So he and his buddies and you know the collectors in the dust bowl or the farm belt, whatever Bible belt, whatever you want to call it, get the cases at retail. So who knows where they go from there? I'm assuming Dwayne and his buddies keep most of them and then probably share a good bit of them. But um yeah, I mean that I mean if you're spending 10, 15, 20, dollars a year just on inventory, like at retail, like that. That's so far out of my stream of consciousness. I can't, I can't imagine.
0: (laughs) You know, I often think about how cool it would be just to go in one of my two bunkers to pick up a bottle just of anything you would ever want in this entire world and pour yourself a glass. But then I think, you know what? I don't, part of me says, yes, I would love that. Part of me says, maybe I wouldn't appreciate it as much when you do find something really cool you know i mean and he's he's obviously done that he's you know built his collection on it but i saw something interesting too on one of the secondary pages um we always complain about virginia abc um but i will say ohio has it maybe worse than us right now what do you mean they have Eagle Rare as a lottery bourbon
1: right now. <laughs> uh, wait, didn't we hear fairly recently that like Ohio and that state range has stuff sitting? Like I heard no, that we, you could walk into any store and get Buffalo, Buffalo Trace and Weller and all that. And a lot of Eagle Rare? I mean, it's good, but Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's what somebody was like. Posted the screenshot of the email on one of the pages and was like, "This is currently where the Ohio ABC <laughs> is right now." But yeah, I think Ohio. You can you can go in any store and find Weller, at least the special reserve. Maybe not the antique one hundred seven, but um, but yeah, eagle rare for a lottery pick. That's a little much, and
1: it, and, that, and that's for me.
0: Yeah.
1: And you are the fanboy for you. Or you and John Party, and John Party, give us your schedule. Come on, dude. Yeah, you're you're breaking my heart, John.
0: Come on, dude. I was really, um, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty positive. I was, I had a good outlook on you actually coming on the podcast, and I, and don't ruin it for me, man.
1: <laughs> I never say never, especially in these days. Uh, just real quick. So, I we had the opportunity to go see my cousin um, last yesterday and she used to bartend and she was in the restaurant industry for 10 12 15 years or something like that so she asked how the podcast and stuff like that was going and how the bourbon was coming along and i said everything's oh, great but i just wish we could get more and she goes what do you mean i said virginia abc has it locked down so much in fact that like what used to be bottom shelf years ago is impossible to get chance on she goes like what what give me give me a distiller and i said do you remember when Weller Special, when Weller was the Well Bourbon and she started dying laughing and she goes, do I even want to know where this is going? I said, hear me out. I said, you can't find Weller. You can't find Weller Special Reserve, 12, foolproof, any of them. And when you do find them, a $30 bottle retail and she goes, oh Lord. I said, yeah, the secondary markets, $200 plus. She dropped the salad that she was making (laughs) and started like bent over laughing and i said yeah unfortunately this is just where we are so this is these are all texas so my buddy or my buddy my cousin monty that we frequently and lovingly refer to as tex um these are his siblings so his his sister shannon lives in fredericksburg on a gorgeous 22 acre property oh my god 22 acres two ponds all fenced in. Incredible, sorry. Anyway, um, and their brother Logan and his wife Vanessa were in town, so we got to go see them from there in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area, and Logan just put the screws to me. He goes, what do you mean? I said, yeah, we can't just walk into a store and buy what we want. He goes, I can go in any store and buy what I want. He's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But yeah, um, so I got to, I got to I know I got to plug us a little bit. Um, I think they're going to tune in um, and check us out They're They're pretty busy people though. His, uh, his missus is in PA school. So she's, Ah. yeah, they're, they're a busy power couple. Um, But I don't know if this is going to help us plug in plugging this guy or not, but I found, I was looking on YouTube. um, The channel is bourbon real talk and it is, Episode thirty four, seven million dollar whiskey collection with Dwayne Poor, P O O R. So, bourbon real talk. If you catch us, send us a send, drop us a line. We'd love to get you on and, and talk to you about your experiences with uh, Mister Poor and what you learned from from your experience with them.
0: And you can come take a look at our collection, although it will not match up to seven million dollars. <laughs> Seriously,
1: like, how do you? get anything like how do you say anything i don't know like meaning like so this
0: is cool what's this one (laughs) (laughs) how long do you get to stay
1: in the bunker and drink yeah i i think i read somewhere that (laughs) i think i read somewhere that mr poor has like five thousand plus bottles that's so much that yeah that's
0: crazy (sighs) oh my god there's a guy I went to college with. Um, he was more of an acquaintance. I didn't really, like, I wasn't good friends with him, but, you know, I hung out with him a couple of times. We were in ROTC together for a period of time. And I saw one of his Instagram stories and he had, I think he just bought a new house recently down in Texas. And he was like, um, the, the Instagram story said something about like, oh yeah, this is my new whiskey room. And it had like one single bottle of E.H. Taylor sitting on like a, on like a desk, like in the middle of the room. And I sent him a message and I was like, I was like, be careful, man. This shit creeps up on you quick. But <laughs> <laughs> like just the fact that he has like the only bottle that I could see sitting out, it was EH Taylor, just automatically pissed me off. Nothing against him, it just I mean, and I'm lucky enough to have a bottle of Taylor right now because of Brian. Uh, but mm-hmm. You know i have never seen it in the store probably won't see it in virginia unless i get lucky where's pete buddha judge we need to get him on
1: yeah i have a list of questions for that gentleman if we could ever get a hold of him i mean i just nothing will ever change i understand that and you and i i mean maybe you are i can only speak for myself i'm not positioned to give Virginia ABC tens of thousands of dollars to buy cases over their inventory. What the hell would we do with it? No, if I, (laughs) I just want to be able to, mm.
0: if I was in that position then this podcast might be about a different topic.
1: True. True. So on, on that note, there are things that I desperately want to try, but we, we don't get the distribution. And I don't understand that because of how wildly popular these bourbons are smoke wagon i feel like is the next big thing i mean people kind of shit on it because it's mgp juice and that we've talked about mgp it's a good start you know if that's what helps build your inventory levels and then you segue into your own thing later on that's fine um garrison brothers the honeydew i want to try that but oh, at retail i, I think that. is 75 or wait in virginia
0: no no, no i have seen it i have like on secondary markets. Like oh, oh. No, no, no.
1: Gotcha. Like, I mean, if I could find a bottle in the secondary market for retail, I'd do it. But I'm not if it's I think the Garrison Brothers honeydew is 75 bucks retail. I'm not paying $100, 125, 150 bucks for it because I don't know how good it is. And usually a lot of the flavor-infused bourbons or whiskeys are just it's a crop shoot. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right
0: about that. What's and that's an interesting topic, Brian, because pretty soon and i know that we mentioned that or we talked previously off off air that can we say off air it's off recording because we're not technically
1: offline we'll say offline Off
0: the (laughs) line (laughs) um we may we talked about not mentioning this yet but since we're talking about rare bottles um brian and i are actually going to We kind of like this series thing that we're doing right now. So April's all going to be what we characterize them as unicorn bottles. Unicorn bottles from Virginia, at least. Not Virginia distilleries, but like unicorn bottles, like from the standpoint of trying to to buy them in Virginia. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Virginia, yeah. So non-Virginia distillery unicorn bottles should we give them a taste of like what we could be covering or should we just save it So, like an example of that would be Bland's gold right
0: something that you cannot get in virginia for retail unless it like a lottery so most of these are probably either lottery picks or probably could be lottery picks at a certain point or at the very least the limited availability or the allocated
1: ones yeah i i think people are going to be surprised with April. And then I know we talked about not really discussing April and May's lineups, but I'm super excited for May. If if the stars and planets align, May is going to be one to remember. It will be a Memorial Day. That's right. <laughs> I see what you did there. Get it. <laughs> and I'm super excited about it, so – Yeah.
0: Like, like we said, I think the very first episode of 2021, we said that this is going to be a big year and it is continuing to be a big year, but we've got some awesome stuff in the works right now. So please continue to listen. Um, I think that's probably all that all we got for you guys tonight. Um, As always, please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink in boat, RV, uh, John boat. Don't drink in scooter. I saw one of my neighbors had like, follow, don't drink a skateboard. One of my neighbor's kids fell off their skateboard mm-hmm. and skinned their knee. And all the other kids were like looking over her like she found something cool. And she just like was wiping her the blood off of her knee. So don't drink a skateboard.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't drink and bow hunt either. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as as we always preach, um drink what you love love what you drink just you know be smart make good decisions call a friend call a cab call an uber
0: hey guys this is dave from the barrel brothers podcast are you interested in commentary for the average golfer if so head on over to the first t jitters podcast that's the first t jitters podcast available on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.